When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode, we get hot and sweaty for the holidays, dealing with an uncle that's 10% family and 90% booze, and why Clark likes it firm. All that and more on today's episode of Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. Help me out, almighty Lori Beth Denberg. Give me the vital information so I get the right thoughts. Who do yeah? The church of Lori Beth is in session, and we're reading from the scriptures of vital information. So I can My name is Lori Beth Denberg, and welcome to the Bad Advice Podcast. Ooh. With me, as always, is Clark Crozer. Hello. Hello, Clark. How are you? I am doing okay as we slowly move towards the holiday season. Well, we kind <laughs> of, you know, it's like Halloween is really part of it. Yeah, that's the beginning. It doesn't, and and it's family, it's kid oriented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or getting drunk oriented. (laughs) There's not like a middle ground. (laughs) It's true. So, um, but. But you you had a, I had a good Halloween. Did you have a good Halloween? I had a good Halloween. Nice. Yeah, it was, uh, we had fun. We, uh. I made a costume for Lex that was Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Uh, for school, right? Because he got to dress up and go to his school. Fun. fun. Uh, but then he wanted the evil bloody version <laughs> that's Sonic.exe, which is uh, uh, this kind of made up version of Sonic that's <laughs> evil and kills people okay. uh, for the actual Halloween. So I redid his costume and made it like bloody and gruesome <laughs> and crazy. And it was pretty awesome. Excellent. <laughs> he, but, so he looked like roadkill? Yeah. Exactly. He did. He looked a lot like Roadkill, like he was just hit by a car. Uh, it was pretty funny. Excellent. Yeah, so I, I love I love Halloween. Yeah. It's like one of my it's my favorite holiday. Uh, but my whole life I've had to kind of like, uh, you know, keep it a little subdued because next day I always know I have to go. My parents anniversary is November 1st. Oh, dear. So I always have to spend time. I love my parents and I like spend. But this year I was very excited because, you know, what we did for their anniversary. What? We went and saw that Van Gogh experience. I acted like I didn't know you guys, yeah, I but told I totally you. Yeah, did because I, I saw the million pictures your mom put on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. What did so, you think? It was phenomenal. Yeah. That was amazing. So cool. It really was. Let me wow. take let me take it back a moment. Yeah, please. Because Sometimes, you know, I do a lot of weddings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the uh, wedding. The night before is the wedding rehearsal. Right. So did your parents have some, like, balls out weird thing? Uh, Halloween, Halloween rehearsal dinner? They must have. I mean, no, it could have been on the 30th, I guess. Uh, let's it's find not, out about we that. We need to ask. We if need to find out. pictures, yeah. that's what I would yeah. like. I mean, honestly, I need to just bring in pictures of my parents' wedding to begin with. Yes. Because it's in 1975, and boy, do they look like they're living in 1975. <laughs> my dad has a baby blue tuxedo. Oh, dear. It, it is pretty oh, awesome. I feel like I've seen something about that. Do you think uh, for the rehearsal dinner, your mom dressed like bride EXE? <laughs> exactly. Just like it's like the bride, but just way yes. bloodier. Just bloodier. Any, anyway, okay. Anyway. So I had gone. I, dear listeners, you will know yeah. if you are good people and have listened to every episode <laughs> that I went to this Van Gogh thing yes. a couple months ago. Yes. And I mean, phenomenal. So, Clark, what's your take on it? Unbelievable. Like I, I know of Van Gogh. I, I love art, and I, I, but I was never an art major an art buff i don't have a favorite artist you know i my art expertise skews a little bit more comic booky yes. than classical <laughs> <laughs> so uh but i went into it just kind of like all right well let's see what this is yeah and it was 
gorgeous. It was stunning. It was jaw dropping. Right? It took my breath away. It was so cool. It was so and good. really, honestly, all it really is is music, just kind of like cool, soothing music. Yeah. And these gorgeous animated pieces of art that yep. are just kind of telling a little bit of a story not really it's not like there's a main character or anything no. but they're kind of the like... main character is vincent van gogh <laughs> exactly but they're just using his art to just like it, it just comes alive just well in that how room. it like transitions yeah. from one to the next and how you'll you'll see um parts of a painting like come and then it builds and yeah. enough parts i what am i trying to think of uh, a word uh reveals yes as more and more of the image components. gets revealed yeah components of a painting <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> this week on thesaurus land um yeah it was just so and just the way because of the animation the music it's so dreamy yeah did lex like it oh he loved it yeah we had we had actually enjoyed ourselves so much that it's it's kind of a presentation right there, yeah, there's it's kind like of a 30 minutes long yeah exactly uh to the point where there's even credits at yes, the end yep. we walked in as the credits were rolling yeah. so we went, came in at the perfect time we sat through the whole thing once Lex loved it, thought it was cool. Yay. And then Mimi was like, all right, now we're taking pictures. <laughs> so I did she see and him went off. A, a, a Mimi takes pictures. Yeah, Mimi takes lots Mimi of pictures. Mimi takes lots of pictures yeah. to the point where sometimes you're like, Mimi, are you here? Yeah, exactly. Or are you my, just thinking about how to edit this later? My joke was that if anyone uh, missed on my childhood, I could just show them the flip book that yeah. I have. <laughs> At her house of me growing from ages zero to about 18. Yes. So I'm really glad because when I did see the pictures on Facebook, I was like, mom, did you watch anything? <laughs> yes. Because there's so many pictures. Yeah. So if you, but I'm she, glad everyone, to know that yeah. you got two times through. Exactly. She sat through the whole thing. It was really fun, really pretty. But yeah, she definitely hit that point where she's like, all right, I don't want to leave. And everyone else is like, okay, well, I guess we could keep watching again. Yeah. And she just never came back. She and Lex went off and oh. she all of a sudden she went up to the second floor and Lex was running downstairs. He was going to be in a picture on the first floor. <laughs> and then it was just really cute, really fun. And she's like, Lex, sexier, yeah. sexier. <laughs> exactly. Make love to the camera. <laughs> yeah, she pulled no, a, I loved, a full well, Austin Powers. We did the same thing. Well, no, I didn't run around and take pictures of the kid. <laughs> but like we, we sat through it. My friend Michael and I went, we watched it twice. Yeah. It was just, and I would have stayed. Yeah. But, but I left. Yeah. I mean, it was like still, I mean, not, it's still covid but it was like even more covid -y. This was a few yeah, months ago. Exactly. So, exactly. So cool. And oh. I'm going to yes. probably see it again. <gasps> really? In Boston. What? Really? Yes. When? I am, for the first time in, I can't remember how long, going out of town for Thanksgiving. Oh, right. Yes. I'm going to visit a friend in Vermont. Yes. Her family going to East invited Coast. me. And then we are, they live in Vermont, but we're going to drive to Boston to actually do Thanksgiving. Oh and my there's God. no people there. I go, who lives in Boston? Yeah. She's like, no one, we're just going. <laughs> nice. Like they got an Airbnb and, and they'll cook and stuff. So Dude. going with them and then afterwards we'll come back. I mean, holidays on East Coast just sounds cool, period. Exactly. That's and, awesome. Well, the, it's funny. There's a little story about that. But the one of the like one of the last days that we'll be in Boston, they have tickets for the Van Gogh exhibit. Oh, nice. And they, it has to work out a little bit what family members. So I'm fully prepared to be like, <laughs> I'm staying home. Aww. But there's a chance I'll get to go see it again in a different Don't tell city. anyone that you've seen it before and just start calling painting. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be this one. Oh, it's going to be the flowers. Uh, irises. I hit like the ding <laughs> the buzzer. Ding butter, yeah. Like we have to be the first one to identify it. I need the year. I need the full title of the painting and what museum it's in. I love the idea too of just somebody like a game show host popping out of a door. Correct. Yes. Like waiting uh, for somebody. Sir, we, we need you to leave. Um, but what was funny is you said on the East Coast. Yeah. Because... Uh, this is my friend that came out a few weeks oh, right. ago. Right, right. And I was saying how exhausted 
We were, I yeah. was, because we did so much stuff. Yeah, you showed and her the every full LA. Day we were like, this blood, blah, blah, yeah. blah, tearing through LA. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then her mom was like, when she comes here, it's going to be so boring. Oh, no. It's going to be like snow days. So she's all worried. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, that sounds so good. First of all, to you and me, snow is only from TV and movies. Yeah, exactly. So because we are from Los Angeles, exactly. if it's your first time listening, <laughs> welcome. Yeah, um, my, my wife was shocked because I saw snow fall from the sky for the very first time with my wife when I was at like... I don't know, age 35, oh, 36, yeah? somewhere. I was old. I was like 24, 25, something like that. When you saw it coming from the sky? Yes. And so I was different. I was in, where's the Mall of America? Minneapolis, uh, yeah, St. Yeah, yeah. Paul. Minneapolis. I was in Minnesota. Okay. On a Nickelodeon thing. It was some uh, presentation. Promotion. Promotion. Yeah. Thank you yeah, for yeah. Figure It Out. Oh, nice. And I was there with my Nickelodeon escort. <laughs> not escort. What do they call them? Chaperone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we had gone lots of places together and we'd gone to eat something and then we went outside and it starts snowing yeah. and I'm full on like arms out spinning. So I'm like, yeah. it's, snowing, it's snowing. My friend Jonathan, who was my chaperone is from New York and like tucked his coat tighter and said, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know. Let's go. And I'm like, lost in the wonderment. And he's like, this is going to get bad in about 10 minutes. Let's go. That's but it was still, yeah. So that is the first time. You saw snow. That's, I it's, saw snow. It's different. I, I've, I saw snow various times as a kid on the ground and you're like stopping in it and whatever. Yeah. But to be there when it's falling from the sky and everything is so quiet. Yep. It just, it sucks out all of the sound out of the air and it's just cool, man. Yes. Actually, the one thing that I've requested to do in Vermont, yeah. which if we, if it's a snow day and we can't go anywhere, that's fine. But it's actually, uh, I can't remember his name, but he's this guy who first took pictures of snowflakes. Oh, I'm going to I was going to look him up right now, but I'm not going <laughs> to. He just was the first to like create this weight. And this is like oh. a jillion years ago. Oh. So there is a museum, Snowflake Museum of wow. this guy's picture. Art. And so I was like, I want to go to the snow. I learned about it from my friend who's a teacher huh. because she was giving a reading test. And one of the you know, you have to read the story and then answer the question. Sure. It's comprehension. OK. And. One of the stories was about this guy and oh, how, wow. yeah, the, all this cool shit, how oh. he, you know, learned how to do this. And then he did it a different way because he learned it would melt. And oh. I mean, so I'm like, okay, can we go there? That's awesome. So go you're going to go to the Snowflake Museum? I'm going, it's my, it has been my one request. Wow. They say it will be honored, weather permitting. Okay. But how ironic if a snow day kept me from the Snowflake Museum. <laughs> Snowflake Museum. So I am, suffice it to say, especially <laughs> after the trip I did with my friend here, that like cocoa and nothing sounds right. like a great time. Right. A great time. Wow. And I will report back. Just every couple months, we'll just check in on the Van Gogh exhibit. Yeah, exactly. We'll just, exactly. Where are you going to see it next? <laughs> so I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Nice. That is awesome. Well, luckily, we actually have lots of Thanksgiving questions. So oh. I was planning on making this a whole Thanksgiving show. Oh, okay. So uh, if you're okay with that. Well, then... that makes sense now because Clark told me for the segment, like, have a story about your Thanksgiving. favorite Thanksgiving. So now, so now I see what we're doing. We are having, this is the Thanksgiving episode. Hey, hey happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. We are going to start out with Ashley. Ashley. And Ashley wrote us and said, hi guys, big fan of the podcast. Thanksgiving is around the corner and in an abundance of caution, thanks COVID, we are keeping it small again this year. Just my mom, my fiance, and I. I love to cook and have a tendency to make way too many different dishes. Mm. So I really need to take it down a notch because there's only three people. The fridge can only hold so many leftovers. So my question is, what are some of your favorite Thanksgiving foods? If you could only pick a couple to have, besides turkey, of course, which would you pick? Thanks a bunch. Ashley from Vermont. 
actually from Vermont. Vermont, there you I'll go. I'll be there. It's four people now. <laughs> Do you know about the Snowflake Museum, yeah. Ashley? She's like, I work there. Oh, my God. I don't know why Ashley's a valley girl from Vermont. Ashley's mind is being blown right now <laughs> as she's listening to this. Um, well, thanks, Ashley. Yeah. Um, I can relate on some level to, uh, I don't cook, but getting way too much food. (laughs) Just like if I'm like, you know, in charge of an event and I'm like, how many, how many salads do we need? A thousand? (laughs) There's going to be 200 people there. How many pizzas? One for each. Is that too many? Um, But it's good in advance because you're thinking about this. Yeah. Because not only will you not have this crazy food left over. Right. But you won't be spending so much time in there making it and you'll get to relax more. That's absolutely right. And just right. like chill the F out. Yeah. Um, so my first, you said definitely turkey. Yeah. If y'all like the white meat turkey. Yeah. Just make the turkey breast. Mm. Like, you know how they sell those sometimes? Sure, of course. Um, so if that is like smushy to you. Hey, mini turkey. You could do a mini turkey. Half or a turkey. you could just do like a Cornish game hen for hey. each person. If you want to be like super douchey 19th century. <laughs> In the manner, we're having hens. Um, but I mean, it might be just your thing, Ashley, to be like, I'm putting apples in this turkey's ass and right. it is on. Exactly. I've got a 12-day brine going. <laughs> so my uh my favorite is stuffing. Yeah. That would be stuffing, um, controversial. Mm. I don't like sausage in my stuffing. Really? I don't like sausage a lot. Yeah. Okay. I like breakfast sausage. You know, I've I'm coming around. Okay. But now uh, is it the patties that you don't like or the sausage links? It's no, I like, well, I like breakfast sausage links okay. the best. Okay. And I'm coming around. I have actually had a few. I had some Polska kielbasa, oh, which wow. I do like that. I do like that. But I wouldn't like it if I had it like three days in a row. Right. Of course. Um, But yeah, I feel like stuffing, t- and I know stuffing gives it so much flavor and all this kind of stuff. But when I'm taking a bite of it, all I taste is the sausage. Mm-hmm. Oh, stuffing. Sausage gives the stuffing flavor. Is right. What I meant. Right. 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 So, I mean, to each their own. Right. But to me, stuffing is like the other main attraction. Okay, now question about that. Mm-hmm. Are you set? Would let's say this is your dream Thanksgiving. We're setting up your dream Thanksgiving. Okay. Anything you want, you're gonna get. Oh, do you get? Do Laid? you ask for? <laughs> do you? Well, not not by the turkey. I. <laughs> um, do you ask for custom, like a chef prepared stuffing bowl uh. of stuffing? Or are you like, no, 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 just give me stovetop. Because I have to say, I yeah. am a little on the stovetop side. Stovetop suffices quite well. Like, it's so perfect as a stuffing, and I yet to find a single homemade stuffing that pleases me more Yes. than a just a simple stovetop. Simple stovetop definitely right? does the trick a lot. But- okay. If you're going, and if Ashley's the cook that I think she is. Sure, sure. Um, and the woman that I think she is. <laughs> like, to do, like, a real, like, cornbread, or, like, when they yeah. really cut the bread up right. and do it, and the spices, and right. the celery, and, like, the whatever. Yeah. Sausage, if you must. <laughs> um, there's something to that, too. Okay. There's definitely something to that. Okay. Um. It's like the bigger pieces and stuff. Right, totally. But uh, I will say so at this stuffing, point- stuffing, number one you have to have. Yeah, I'm going to also now, we're going to throw this in, Ashley. Sure. Cranberry sauce. Yeah. At, which we'll talk about in a moment. It's yeah. a leftover from last year. We talked about this last year. Okay. But, and gravy. Those oh. don't count as three items. I absolutely, those, absolutely not. Those are a given. Yeah. And last year we did have a question from my soulmate. Okay. I can't remember his name. Okay. But he was like, basically, is it rude to say I don't want your douchebaggy cranberry homemade sauce because <laughs> the shit in the can is the best thing ever? <laughs> that, and that's when we talked about stovetop stuffing. Yeah. We're coming full circle. Right. Um. So. 
depending on your taste, and there are some like real cranberry sauces and whatever that are going to be good. Sure. But I would say stick in cranberry sauce and gravy no matter what. Absolutely. So we've got the turkey, maybe the turkey breast, just trim it down a little bit. Right, right, right. Maybe, and we have some stuffing. Yep. And then- You got to have a veggie, right? I was just going to say, I am all about the string bean casserole with the Campbell soup. Oh, yeah. So like there's that and it's, you know, classic and this and that. Or I am just in a long-term relationship with Brussels sprouts. Really? So Ashley, if you have some recipe, Mm. that would be a really nice compliment. But only, you only, are you thinking... You get one bread, right? That's your your stuffing. Mm-hmm. You get one veggie. That's, you know, the green beans or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then you got your turkey. Is there anything else that you need? Is that enough? Well, we're we're looking at also the gravy. The gravy and the cranberry, and the cranberry has to be there. We are looking at perhaps some nice bread. Right. Sure. Uh, you know, rolls. Rolls. Dude, and let's just go straight for the oh Pillsbury. My, oh my God. The Grands. Or the Grands, whatever oh, it the is. Grands. Pop that freaking can that scares me to death to my this day. Oh my God. And then I don't know why I don't wrap more things in towels, not paper towels, but I always, the, my at least my family always would make the Grands and then they would put it in a bowl that was lined with like hand towels. Oh. Like cloth towels. To keep the 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 grands warm. Oh. And I was like, how come that is the only food that you wrap in cloth towels? <laughs> it's a religious thing. <laughs> they have a whole secret like Pillsbury Doughboy religion. And that's how he prescribes they do it. <laughs> gotcha. So yeah, gotcha. so let's look at the table, Ashley. <clears throat> All right. We've got some turkey, however you choose to do it. Yep. We've got stuffing. Right. We've got cranberry sauce. We've got gravy. Staple. We've got Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Sounds good. Now, that is that. that. If you want to do an appetizer. Okay. um, A friend of mine named Vicky made these. They're really good. They're bacon wrapped bananas. Mm. Like little slices of banana wrapped with some bacon and you put them in the oven. Mm. So you could do something fun like that for a before. Sure. And then you notice there's no sweet potato casserole or whatever in our meal. Maybe we bring that out to dessert. Oh. And do a sweet potato pie or a, uh, I mean a pumpkin pie too, but something, something orange for dessert. Okay. Or whatever. Okay. And quite frankly, Ashley, I'll be near you. (laughs) Yes, I don't know where you live in Vermont, but everywhere in Vermont is near everything else in Vermont. (laughs) So that's my that's my thing. But I I really want to emphasize that I think it's really cool for you to be thinking about this in advance. Yeah. And to really be able to go. I I'm enjoying this so much more. Yeah. I have so much more time. I'm so much less stressed, so much less sweaty, so much less to clean up after with the five other things that you're not going to end up making. Absolutely. Now, okay, let's move on. Uh, Thank you, Ashley, for that question. But Daniel's question, he has a follow-up question that I think is going to move perfectly here because uh, you were just talking about this. So this is a very hot topic. Okay. He needs your thoughts. Pumpkin pie. Should it be served hot, cold, or at room temperature? Oh, I don't want to get political. (laughs) The nation is divided (laughs) in in three. We are thrice divided. Right. Um, I have to say room temperature. Room temperature. I have to say room temperature. Cold is like, I mean, maybe the next day. Yeah. But cold pie is a bummer to me. I mean, I know mm. summer's supposed to be co- like I happen to not like key lime pie. Oh, okay. But I don't know if you do. I, I don't do. want to yeah. start no, something. It's, it's, I love any pie. Yes. So but you know, this kind of room temperature, but it's like meringue and it's gotta be cooler. Yeah. Um, and if I were to get a, like a fruit pie, cherry pie being my favorite, mm-hmm. um, I'd want that warmed up. Okay. But, and then like with ice cream, maybe. Okay. And then, um, but a pumpkin pie is just such a solid member of the family. Yeah. And I feel like room temperature 
with whipped cream mm-hmm. that's not going to melt on it. Absolutely. I think that's the way to go. All right. I think that's the way to go. I'm, I, if You know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. <laughs> well, let me say. And if you don't agree with me. <laughs> yes. Show me on fucking Instagram, bitches. <laughs> Let me just say, uh, I'm coming from a different camp. I'll come. I'm coming from. Okay. The, I'm coming from the cold camp. Oh. But my reasons are very similar to your reasons. Okay. Right. This is a, a pumpkin pie needs to have a firmness to it. Yes. Needs to have a density to it. And I don't want a pumpkin pie where if I'm using my fork and cutting off that first little tip of that triangle, that it's like melting. Yes. I don't want that. I want it to be firm, like, you know, uh, uh, like gelatinous almost, yes. right? Well, this reminds me of my favorite Stephen Wright joke, <laughs> okay. which is, it doesn't matter what temperature a room is, it's always room temperature. <laughs> so, yes, True. in my room temperature, I the firmness is yeah, there. It's, that's really the important part, I yeah. think. Regardless of how, you know, hot, cold, or room temperature, yeah. I think the important part is Absolutely. the firmness of the yes. pumpkin pie. Otherwise, it's very close to baby food or diarrhea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know why you've been tasting so much diarrhea. Um, it's delicious. <laughs> it's, that's, hopefully that helps for you, Daniel. Uh, next question is actually from uh, The Witcher. The Witcher? Yep. And Is the, that a movie? I think so. It's a video game. Oh. Uh, and The Witcher says, how do you get in the holiday spirit if you live in a tropical or hot climate? Ah, well, we Which just said we that. we do. We just said that snow is only in movies. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's very interesting. And that is what's really interesting is, you know, TV and movies like. Yeah. Christmas, snow, and jingle bells, right? and quiet country streets, <laughs> main streets all closed up. Exactly. The church is beautifully appointed. <laughs> um, it's funny. It almost sounds like this is someone. Who, what's the name? Oh, the Witcher. Uh, this is the Witcher. <laughs> the Witcher. <laughs> almost sounds like the Witcher may have like lived somewhere. Christmassy or right, cold, yeah, and now is in a tropical environment, yeah. Um, decorate. Yeah. First of all, yeah. Decorate. Absolutely. And you can do it hilarious, you know, get incorporated instead of a Christmas tree, get a palm tree. Yeah. You know, like make it work for you Yeah. and incorporate that in. Um, and it, it is, it is very strange because I know people that have moved from away right. to Los Angeles right. and they're like, this is Christmas. Right. And I'm like, yeah. And I grew up Jewish, so I don't know either way. (laughs) This is just what it's always been. Um, But I would say if you're like pining. Yeah. No pun intended. Uh. If you're pining for that, you know, days of your Christmas caroling hot cider and whatever. Right. But it's 89 degrees outside right. with a humidity of 110. You know, you're not going to have those feelings. So it just means that the holidays mean something different. Exactly. You know, the exactly. holidays are the holidays. We're either celebrating... <laughs> Oh, we're either celebrating the decimation of the indigenous people yeah. by awful people. Yeah. Or, you know, what has come to be known as a family oriented thing exactly. and giving thanks. Exactly. So it's not lost. I just want everyone to be like, she didn't mention anything about how awful <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah. So obviously yeah. I know that. Yeah, but yeah, we're yeah. just going from a kind of a familial sure, sure, traditional sure. viewpoint. Sure. Um <laughs> and then christmas is of course about the birth of baby jesus you know the same deal about family this and that so you just have to incorporate your new surroundings right into those things those don't require snow well and i i also i i wish I knew I could I could write songs or I could uh, produce songs because I've been feeling for years that somebody needs to do a take on White Christmas, except you call it Blue Christmas. What does that mean? A blue sky. Our Christmases here in California, here in L.A. are 
stunningly yeah, beautiful it's such days. A, it's like the nicest time to be Gorgeous in LA. Gorgeous days, just bright blue skies, little patches of fluffy white clouds. Yeah. Just sunny and bright and not warm, right? Because uh -huh. we're in LA cause, and it's December or whatever. It'll be a chilly, you know, 65. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, not freezing. We, I think that our Christmas is just as good as a white Christmas. Because sure, you have traditional, you know, expected white Christmas, snowy kind of feelings. Mm -hmm. But I cannot tell you how happy I am every year when I'm looking at Facebook on, you know, the day after Christmas or something and everyone's like, hey, I'm snowed in. Yeah. Hey, look at the six inches we got last night. And I'm like <laughs> sitting out by my pool. You're like, playing... I'm wearing the new shorts I got as a gift yesterday. <laughs> exactly. Playing with my new drone in the wide open sunny skies. Right. Yeah. So look, there's got there's a lot of good things about celebrating holidays where there's no snow. You just got to find it. And. One other thing that I can also throw out there just mm. to help get in the holiday spirit, music. <gasps> music yes. will take you there no matter what the temperature but is. But just choose what you like, but don't subject other people to it. Oh, yeah. Headphones. Total headphones. Yeah. But that's also fun. And that's also, I mean, you will find, if you look for it, the Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> um, plenty of stuff. Like, yeah. I'm sure there's tropical, like, Hawaiian Christmas, yeah. you know, um, albums and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Like, you, just the idea I had about, like, use a little palm tree instead of a Christmas tree. Exactly. Like, if you're bummed Maliki out. <laughs> if you're feeling like, this doesn't feel like Christmas, like, make it feel like Christmas. Exactly. Where you are. Exactly. That's exactly right. Do it. <laughs> All right. I hope that helps The Witcher. We've all seen the headlines in the news of how someone lost their life in an act of cold-blooded murder. And while it's sad and grabs your attention, most people go on with their day without giving it another thought. But have you ever stopped to think about the life of the person at the center of the news story? They were more than just a headline or a statistic. They were someone's loved one or friend. I'm Mike Morford, and my podcast, The Murder of My Family, dives into some of those stories to help listeners get to know the person who was lost and how their death affected those closest to them. Listen to The Murder of My Family everywhere you listen to podcasts. There are well over 100 episodes to binge on now. I'm Dr. Megan Sachs. And I'm Dr. Amy Sloshberg. And we're the host of the podcast Campus Killings. Our show covers some of the most sinister crimes to take place on or around school campuses. Or the cases we discuss have a school-connected theme. And with the new school year comes an all-new second season of Campus Killings, which will debut on September 16th, 2023. But if you want to listen to Campus Killings now, you can binge all the episodes from season one. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts. <laughs> uh, let's move on now to Sean. Sean asks, what should I do if I'm not feeling very family oriented this year? I need some ideas for a single lady to eat some good damn food. Ah, yeah. Sean. Uh, I can <laughs> relate to not feeling family oriented. Oh, yeah, totally. And sometimes, yeah, it's just enough. Yeah. Especially if you're, you know, I don't know, Sean, if it's you're like your one child, like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> or if it's just some big family thing that you're like, I'm just not into it. Right. You know, which like COVID and stress and whatever could make just yeah. like. Dude, I'm not into it. And yeah. you can Zoom with anybody yeah, you want. Yeah, exactly. Even if you have to pretend to be sick. <laughs> I couldn't make it. <laughs> and, uh, but this was my COVID Thanksgiving. Okay. It was a bummer. I was pretty good with, um, what I'm talking about, the previous COVID Thanksgiving. This will be the second one. Yeah. 2020 Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving 2020, when yeah. it was like real fucking yeah, stay shit. stay in your fucking homes. And, uh... I I was okay with most of everything. I'm like, this is what we need to do. Okay. I'm wearing my mask when I go out. I'm going out when I need to go out. Right. I'm protecting my day. Like all that COVID shit. Right. And I was all fine with it. And then I was really sad on Thanksgiving. Mm. What I did do though, I remember I posted a picture of this on Facebook, maybe on Instagram. Mm. I don't know. I'm old. <laughs> but you know, I I ordered dinner from a local restaurant. Okay. You know, supported 
this restaurant that I like that sure. I ordered from. Sometimes I meant to order from them more. Mm. And at the same time, I wasn't making money. Yeah. So, yeah. but this one place that I like and they had the whole like Thanksgiving meal nice. for 39, whatever sure, it was. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, so it was all really good. I got to support them. Nice. I got to, I picked it up and said, you know, thank you and happy Thanksgiving. Nice. And they were like, we're working. Yeah, exactly. You have a happy Thanksgiving. No, they're really, really nice. And, you know, I went back to my house and I was sitting at the dining room table and I was I was really sad. Yeah. And I mean, I was also, I should say that that made it sound really sad. <laughs> but um, a bunch of friends were all getting our dinners and then sitting down and, and Zooming. Oh, nice, nice. We're Zooming okay. and hanging out. Gotcha. Like then doing like game night. So it was a little bit of like a virtual Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was definitely a virtual Thanksgiving, okay. but it was, it bummed me out. Yeah. But that isn't the same as Sean saying, I'm not feeling very, right. you know, so right. if this is just you, Sean going, I need a break. I don't want to, I don't have to deal with that. Yeah. You should look at it like. I'm free. I can do whatever I like. Yes. So if you want yes. a Thanksgiving meal, I'm fair. I mean, I don't know where you live. Right. She's like, I'm at the North Pole. Your <laughs> advice means nothing. And snow isn't just in the movies. It's everywhere. Uh, look, Sean, I don't need the attitude. But um, if you wanted to go the Thanksgiving meal route, I'm sure that there are local restaurants yeah. or even, you know, a chain or whatever. Yeah, hit up Marie Callender's. Exactly. <laughs> that could make just a whole deal. Yeah. And you could be like, I'm getting exactly what I want. I don't have to share it with anyone. I don't have to make anything for anyone else that I don't want to eat. And then cleaning is basically just let's take all of the stuff that I just finished eating and put it back in the bag and put it in the trash can. Exactly. Done. Well, You're don't clean. You, uh, don't you leave it out for Santa? I don't know how this works. <laughs> no, that's not how you it works. You don't leave your Thanksgiving trash no, out for Santa? No, that's not how it works. Well, yeah, that's why he never came to my house. <laughs> ah, doing it wrong this whole time. Been naughty. I've been very naughty. <laughs> You're getting cold. Um, so... That's my advice. If you want that Thanksgiving. Yeah. If you want fucking pizza. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Right. It could be anything. I mean, there is a limit because many things are not open. Yeah. But, and many things are, and mm -hmm. I wish they weren't. Yeah, that's true. But um, the... I was going to say the sky's the limit, but that's not what I meant to say. You get to do what you want to do. So you're suggesting that if she wants, she can have an anti-Thanksgiving. She could. Oh, what's, an, a... what's the anti-Thanksgiving meal? <laughs> Liver? Uh... <laughs> no, it'd have to be fish, right? Oh. Like a, a giant slab of cod. Yeah. And... Uh, but it have uh... to be, no, only foods that would make you unthankful. <laughs> Just a large bowl of sardines. Un uncooked uh, butternut squash. Uncooked butternut squash. Uh, a sardine and anchovy sandwich. <laughs> just sandwiched in between two really burnt waffles. <laughs> and like a summer fruit salad yes. in the middle of November. And a Capri Sun that is unopenable. <laughs> it is unpierceable. And I when like you it. finally do get it, it just pours out all over you. <laughs> That's a fantastic anti-Thanksgiving meal. I like it. I Enjoy like it. yourself, Sean, whatever yeah, you do. Exactly. That's the important part. Um, let's move on. I am excited because this is time for our rotating segment of the week, and we've got ourselves a flashback. Flashing back with Clark and LB. Let's talk about some fun memories. Because it's a Flashback. So Clark told me just he just said, you know, we'll do what's your favorite Thanksgiving right. for this segment. Right. So knowing I, that it was gonna be a, a, a pretty heavy Thanksgiving episode. Yes, he's so I was like, okay. <laughs> It'd be weird if you asked me this like in March. <laughs> What I really want to hear from you today. Note to self. Yes. Ask her this in March. And then today he's like, favorite St. Patrick's Day? Go. <laughs> so, um, and when he asked me, hey, what was your favorite Thanksgiving? Yeah. I had one right away in okay. two seconds. And it was Thanksgiving 2005. Mm. I had been sober 
two months. Wow. Yeah. September 20th is my right. sober day. And yeah. so this was like literally two months, two months later. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, we've talked a lot on the show about my family, my situation. I was just, it, it was always, Thanksgiving was always, you know, growing up this grin and bear it. Right. Go with the family thing. Right. And get treated like shit. Right. And then it was a, I don't have any one thing. Mm. And I would be like an orphan, like hanger on. Sometimes right. I'd be nowhere. Sometimes I'd be home alone. And um, were you ever working during Thanksgiving? No. Okay. The, they would take it off. Yeah. It's just like school. When yeah. you're doing a TV show. They would just take off. They the take week. off the, the holidays. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So I, I was just. You know, I'm displaced mm-hmm. and, totally. and not in, and in the kind of great shape where you had to get sober two months prior. <laughs> right. Well, so, and, and traditionless, really. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what um, a group of friends had was like a 24 hour sober deal. OK. No, it wasn't 24 hours. I'm so sorry, baby. But it was all day. OK. It was from like eight to eight okay no eight to ten and then dinner was at six okay but it was you know people all day hanging out Mm. all these activities planned and it's like yeah sober people are a lot of times alone we don't have what we're doing or or even if you're just you know have a problematic family and this was a place where people could just come and check in nice like i just want to come hang out with you guys for a while before i go see my in-laws nice or i just got fucking done there and i need to come hang out with you right so that was going on and i um decided to go there wow and it was in a new i it was the same group of people but a lot of them i'd never met in a different part of town so yeah, I just decide I'm I'm going to go. Okay. I'm going to go. Okay. And I do and it was so great. Okay. It was I mean, first of all, I got there, a lot of people I knew, a lot of people I met mm. in this like safe environment. Wow. And this was, you know, I've been what, 2 months sober. So yeah. I had I got to make these connections with other people huh. that I'd never met and you know, just hang out. Yeah. And then have people cooked like the full fucking Thanksgiving dinner. Nice. You know, and I probably brought, it's like you could bring something, but so I don't know what I brought, but um, I I feel like at that point in your life, you, what would you have even known to bring? Yeah. You know? Well, I will tell you this though, just as a little aside, I might have even mentioned it to you before at potlucks, my new thing is like, what are you going to bring? I'm yeah. going to bring chicken. Sometimes it's all chicken. Sometimes it's all salad. <laughs> Neither of those are good. And I'm sick of trying to think of what to bring, especially because I don't cook. Yeah. One time, it wasn't for Thanksgiving. I decided I'm going to buy a gallon of milk, three boxes of cereal. Wow. And bowls. Wow. But like honey smacks. Nice. You know, Fruit Loops. Nice. And Cocoa Puffs. Treat cereals. Exactly. Treat like cereals. Treat cereals. And people fucking loved it. I bought Treat some Treat Joe cereals. Treat Joe cereals. So, but this time I don't think, I mean, I was a fucking mess. I don't, yeah. I didn't bring anything with me. I just yeah. brought myself and yeah. that was plenty. I'm sure, sh- I, I, you're, I would consider you brave to just bring yourself. Yeah. You know? It, it was very strange too because- I had that trepidation of, of like, I, I don't, you know, we, uh, we all know from listening to this show, the healthy self-image I have of myself <laughs> even today yes. as a screamingly successful <laughs> artist, actress, and human being. But um, I mean, then I was just like holding on for yeah. kind of dear life yeah. and to know that I'm starting to tear up, oh. um, you know, that that was that was there for me. Yeah. And it was there specifically for me because there's plenty of people who were there in and out all day who have families and who have their own stuff to do. Right. But they know there's people like me that really needed it. So that's was my first sober Thanksgiving. Well, in since I'd started using. Yeah. Cause I was, I was well, like, yeah. 
you weren't spending your five-year-old Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, that elementary school picture we put up <laughs> of us. Right. I'm like, I'm so fucking baked. <laughs> and I want a big potato. <laughs> That was a really funny high six-year-old. That was. Um, yeah, so once I started using, you know, 10, 12 years, whatever, yeah. this was my first sober yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Dealing with all the shit and feelings that you get when you stop using drugs 24-7. Yeah. And I just, whatever, got up the courage or trusted the people that I knew that Which were going to be there. is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I went. And I hung out and I met new people and I enjoyed the people I already knew. Well, I do have to say this. I do feel like you are the kind of person that does like strangers. That if you're meeting somebody, you're a great person to meet for the first time. But a lot of what you see of that now yeah. is since I got sober. Interesting. That's since I got sober. Interesting. That's what being sober and getting help from people and it taught me how to interact yeah. with the world. That's yeah. a big part of what I learned. Like the kindness yeah. and the trust in these people that I said, okay, I don't, I'm two months sober. I don't have anybody. And that's pathetic. <laughs> and I'm going to show up here. Yeah. And let you know all of that and yeah. it's like no they're just like i'm so glad to see you wow. you know and that kind of kindness and acceptance is what taught me yeah. over the last 16 years yeah that's why i am the way i am exactly now. i wasn't before exactly you, it, but you've gotten to this place where i do feel like look there are horrible assholes and idiots out there but i don't see you when i see you talking to random people mm -hmm. you never treat anyone as if you're expecting them to be an asshole or an idiot no i you don't always approach every new person that you ever meet i i watch it as if they are going to be awesome people that are going to love you and that you are going to love yeah and it isn't until they <laughs> prove you wrong yeah i'm not usually disappointed you, yeah though. but oh, i yeah, also yeah, yeah. i also just kind of i mean i I do talk to everyone all the time, but I don't think it's in a weird way. No, not at all. Like, Because the way Clark's selling it, it's like, hi, I'm Lori Beth. <laughs> oh, no, no, What's no. What's your name? No, he just means like when I go up to at the grocery yeah, store to the cashier. Exactly. I go, I go, hi, bunny. What's up? Yeah. It's, you know, you give everyone such a level of respect from the get go. Yeah. And I think because of that. And if that if what you're saying is that's something that you learned from yes. that Thanksgiving on, good Lord, what an amazing thing to learn. Yeah. Because I think that's a fantastic attribute to have. It really started there. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. So that was my favorite. 2005. Yeah. November 2005, my favorite Thanksgiving ever. Wow. That's and amazing. And then that, I will say, though, from then, like, the next years. Yeah. I would go back to that gathering. Yeah. It was all day, but I would then made real friends. Right. I was invited to this, you know. That and I, became your new tradition. Yeah, it became, you know, being part of other people's traditions, but not feeling like I'm so sad and pathetic and I have no family yes. and all the bad stuff. So I'm here like like um, a little charity like pity. Case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and so, but it, it really started Thanksgiving 2005. Wow, that is amazing. I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, if the if you're good with that, I think it's we got time for one more question. Okay. So let's do it. We're gonna do one more. This is uh final question is from Jen. And Jen says, Any thoughts on how to deal with the racist drunk uncle at Thanksgiving <laughs> or the judgy mother-in-law? How do you avoid metaphorical jabs from people at the dinner table? How do you get over someone trying to goad you into an argument? Oh, Jen. Jen. Yeah. Maybe you should get together with Sean and just, <laughs> yeah, just be alone. Hang out together. <laughs> and hook up with uh, The Witcher in uh, tropical, yeah. you all just get together. <laughs> Or you can all head back, head up to uh, Vermont with Ashley. Ashley, now you've got six people, <laughs> seven including me, cook more shit. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, 
obviously there this is a big problem for Thanksgiving yeah. and family and all yeah. this kind of shit. Yeah. And it's like grin and bear it, whatever. But what's interesting to me, and again, most people, I mean, we're just talking about how I talk to everybody yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, not everyone is as free as I am to interact with people or to speak up or, you know, I'll be like, just say something funny. And they're right. like, well, I'm not funny. Right. And you're probably right. <laughs> but, um, you know, passive aggressive met with aggressive aggressive yeah. is pretty good, but not in the, like not sock them in the jaw. Right. That's the last right. resort. Right. Just right. I grab your keys, <laughs> fucking sock them in the jaw and take off. Oh my God. Um, so there are, you know, the, the traditional ways it sounds like you handle this, which is to ignore it yep. and tighten your teeth yep. and just get through it. Yeah. Um, but I've become a really big fan over the last few years. I think something's changed in me mm. where when people are being awful in that way, especially yeah. passive aggressive, especially. Okay. I just really blatantly pointed out. Oh no. Yeah. Like it, to the point where like I, you could in a sarcastic way, okay. it's like, you know, Oh yes. I, I did leave my towel on the floor so that you would trip over it. <laughs> I'm very sad. You're still alive. <laughs> I was hoping this would be the end of you. That's why I purposefully left the towel there. Nice. You dashed my plans, foiled again, you know, or just to the point where it's, you know, mother-in-law says something, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, you're awful, right? <laughs> you know, you could just, uh, you just throw it out there or another one that I haven't, I haven't said this. No, maybe I have. Another one that I came up with, I, I don't think I've used it yet, but, um, it's, if you're not the worst person on earth, you need to recalibrate because <laughs> that's what's coming through right now. Yeah. And yeah, with, I love especially that. with passive aggressive yeah. stuff, it's like the whole point is to cut you down and shut you up. Right. So to go the other way and be sarcastic or just really like, well, I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, it, like that's, and then, so that's like the passive aggressive side. Sure, sure. Because then that really just embarrasses the person. Yeah, totally. And if they want to double down and get angry and leave, they're like, well, I'm leaving. So you'll be like, no, stay. It's like, bye. Yeah. You know, and it's other people's, you know, and it's like, that's the thing. This is what I think the, and this wasn't my, Necessarily my experience. Right. Kind, kind of. Actually, yeah, but mine's much darker. <laughs> you know, well, I don't want to say anything because then they're going to get mad and then right. they're going to get mad at me. And right. blah, blah, blah. If you want to do that, you have to have either the support of some people or be willing to be like, well, I'm leaving. Yeah. Because if passive aggressive yeah. mom says, you know, well, you know. Just, uh, you know, I, ignore I, him. Are those the jeans that you really wanted to wear? Yeah. You know, or like, yeah. I just love how you look. You look so comfortable. Uh -huh. You know, and you go, yep. And I'm going commando. <laughs> you should be lucky I'm wearing these jeans in the first place. You know, and then the the passive aggressor right. chooses to oh double down and make it even more of a thing. You know, which those people just want you to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, please forgive me. Right. Forgive me for the bitchy thing you said. Right, exactly. You know? So it embarrasses passive aggressive people to point out reality, especially a bit sarcastically. All right. And uh, it, if it goes the other way, you have to be willing to stand your ground and say, no, I said what I said. This is not the appropriate way to treat me. And I'm going. Yeah. And, you know, the the chips fall where they may, depending on what the situation is. Whatever. Right. That's different than the drunk fucking racist uncle. Right. Which... I mean, the best thing to do in that case is get a real nice video. <laughs> yes, a real nice video to that'll start help. with, because yeah, that's yeah, gonna yeah. be great. Totally. Um, 
And it also kind of depends on the level of drunk and the level of redneck, if that's involved. Totally, totally. Um, because, you know, someone's drunk uncle could just be sloppy and a big loser who feels like he could win the Super Bowl. Right. And then everyone should not take a knee. <laughs> exactly. Or... You know, he could be the drunk uncle who will stand up and sock you in the face. Yeah. So uh, uh, safety first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Safety first. Right. Um, but, you know, I just, the same kind of thing can apply. Like if someone's drunk enough, it is kind of fun to just like really agree with yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. See how far they'll go. Exactly. See if you can make them contradict themselves. It, yeah. And just take it even far. Like, well, don't you... I, you hate black people. Well, what about Irish people? Do we need them? Like, really get yeah, into it with exactly. him. And at least you'll be entertained. Yeah, I uh, I have some, kind of similar, uh, but much worse advice. So okay. this is some bad advice. Uh, these people are probably going to be your family and or friends, probably not friends if they're uh, mocking you and, and yes. judging you. But these are your family. My best drunk racist friend. Yeah, exactly. These are your family <laughs> members. You know their secrets. Right? Just change the subject. Does your drunk uncle want to talk about fuck Joe Biden or let's go Brandon or some yeah. idiotic bullshit? Change the subject to why he cheated on his wife. Yeah. Oh, yes, uh, you do hate those black people. Why doesn't your son talk to you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. Find those things for those members of your family but and turn it on them. Change the subject. to make it even more awful. Oh, I love it. Here we go, yeah. Is just lean in and whisper it quietly. <laughs> As if you don't want everyone else to hear. Well, just to really damage them. Yeah. Not, I mean, when I say damage, I mean, counteract whatever's right. going on. Exactly. Obviously, you can go outside and not listen to your drunk uncle. <laughs> right. That's probably option um, one. <laughs> uncle, there's a great Ben Folds 5, Uncle Walter. The song is called Uncle Walter. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a great song on this topic. Um, But that's just like flashed yeah, in my no, head. No. Uh, but just that, because it's like your thing is... The, oh, this isn't The Witcher. Who is no, this? No, this is Jen. Jen, Jen, Jen. Everyone's The Witcher Everyone's from now the on. Everyone's The Witcher now. The Witcher 1 says. <laughs> um, you know, but what kind of what I'm saying is like, sounds like really stirring the shit. Right. And there's an element to that, but the element of that, say, with the passive-aggressive mom is, I'm pointing out that you're doing it. Yeah. And let's discuss that. that exactly. Let's expose Change you. the topic. Which is what I meant by passive aggressive versus aggressive yeah, aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about what it is. Yep. And um, but for your idea about knowing their <laughs> just, secrets, yeah, exactly. instead of making it a thing, because then it's like, she just wanted to hurt everybody. That if you were like, and your wife slept with your best friend, why? <laughs> exactly. You just is, lean in. Is that why you got the abortion, yes. Aunt Janine? Just, it makes it all the more sinister. <laughs> I love that. And then just slowly reach into his pocket and take his wallet. <laughs> and then when they start to talk, just put one finger on their mouth. Shh, 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 shh. No, 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 no. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh, okay well hopefully i mean that that is the perfect advice right there so i don't know how jen that doesn't solve your problem yes. because boom we just solved it write uh, us back and let <laughs> us know how you were taken out of the will <laughs> yeah send us that video you took of your drunk uncle um <laughs> that, tag uh instagram i don't i yeah. don't know any of those words um if you guys, we're done. This was that was oh, it. That was we the last finished. Question? Yeah, we finished our last question. So this was good. I, I liked it. The Thanksgiving yeah. episode, man. Uh, if you guys, if you have questions or decisions that are weighing heavily on you, please send it to us and let LB ease your burden. We've got Christmas coming up. We've got Hanukkah coming mm. up. We've got holidays coming up. You guys got problems? Send it to us at asklorybeth.com. Go follow us on all the socials at asklorybeth, or just leave us a message with your voice at one eight five five three three six two three seven four. That's one eight five five D E N B E R G or one eight five five 
Denberg. And you can find me at LB Denberg on Instagram, at Lori Beth Denberg on Twitter, and at the Lori Beth Denberg fan page at Facebook. And I know I almost don't need to say it here, but I love doing them so much. <laughs> if you want to book me for a personalized video for a friend, a loved one, or whatever, dude. Drunk uncle. Drunk uncle. Please. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That would be so awesome. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <sighs> that girl from Dodgeball made me feel bad. <laughs> I need another beer. <laughs> but for, I mean, for any occasion, but the holidays, they're just so much fun. Yeah. And I love, I love sharing the love. Yeah. So you can book me for a personalized video at cameo.com slash Lori Beth. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks, babes. That Advice stars Lori Beth Denberg and Clark Crozier. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Our theme song is written and performed by Natty Ward. If you or someone you love is in need of some bad advice, you can submit your own question on our socials, all of which are Ask Lori Beth, or on our website at AskLoriBeth.com, or for a nostalgic twist, you can call 1-855-DENBERG. That's right, 1-855-336-2374, and leave your question there. Thanks for listening.